Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in. It is Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. and you are now listening to Views with MG. So guys, today is actually one of my favorite topics that I'm going to be talking about. I actually promoted it on my Instagram yesterday. I don't really promote much um, as much as I would like to, but thank you anyways to those that still listen, that still tune in, that still support. You guys are very much appreciated. So lately, well, if you guys know me, if you guys have been following my podcast for a while, um, you know that I talk about things that either I have gone through or I'm currently going through. Not things that I'm going through necessarily, but things that I've learned um, by being put in certain circumstances or just by life in general. Um, you know, there's a there's a topic, this topic, well, there's this question that a lot of people ask and it's been debated over you know, so much in different platforms. And I actually do want to talk about it because I feel like people are asking the wrong question when it comes to it. Well, a lot of people ask, do people that were raised on love, are they able to be or are they able to, yeah, are they able to be with someone who was only raised on survival? Well, I want to change up the question a little bit. I want to ask, can people raised with love understand or still be able to love on people that were raised on survival? Now, my I love to look at all sides. Um, that's just what, who I am. I'm a person that I can take a situation and I can dissect it in a million different ways. And, you know, I can see both perspectives. Sometimes there's more than two perspectives. So, okay. I was raised on survival. I was raised surviving since I was since I was at a tender age, which was too early, if you ask me. And I was able to fully grasp the things that were happening to me or around me and in my environment. I was already being trained on how to be a fighter um, and how to maneuver and kind of roll what people say roll with the punches so basically i'm a person who wasn't raised on love at all i wasn't hugged on i wasn't told i love you i wasn't kissed on or nurtured as a child so all i knew was be tough go through what i have to go through and get to where i need to get to and that's just been me all my life and also growing up you know, there was a lot of people that had encountered me that couldn't understand why I wasn't emotional. Like, I wouldn't cry when there were certain situations that most kids my age would be crying about or would be sad about. I kind of just like, okay, well, I accepted things for what they were. I dealt with them. If I could, ha- if I can control the situation, I would try to. If I can't, then I can't. But a lot of it, um, you know, taught me how to either fight back or just take it and so a lot of people didn't really understand me growing up and so there were those people that were unquote unquote raised on knowing only how to love that wouldn't be able to understand me and it's completely understandable for people who were raised on love not to be able to understand people like me because how could they they've never gone through that they've never lacked nurturing um or they've never lacked being loved so they don't understand what is this like robot (laughs) 
I say robot because that's literally what was what I was being described at at times. Either a robot or someone that was way too tough or someone who was just is something wrong with her because she's just not, you know. So a lot of people raised on love do feel this way about people like me. And, you know, growing up like that kind of was an advantage for me and a disadvantage. I'm going to say this. People that were raised on love have their advantages and they have their disadvantages. And those people that were raised on only knowing how to survive and have had more, mis you know, there's people that are more blessed than others. There's people that have more misfortunes than others. I truly believe that everyone has a specific walk for a specific reason. And it's uniquely them. No one really has the same life as you. You may have encountered, encountered the same things or certain situations that are similar or, you know, and that's beautiful because it's it's amazing to be relatable and it's amazing to be able to relate with other people and, you know, to un, to know that, you know, these things do happen, but everyone's walk of life is unique. And so I feel that both parties love lovers and survivors. Um, and I don't even want to call them survivals, survivors. I want to call them, you know, warriors. Because that's all we've learned how to do is how to be fighters and warriors and defend ourselves and fight through life. We both have advantages and disadvantages. You know, you have a person that's super blessed, always loved on, you know, just has privilege and has all these things. But if they don't know how to truly handle their blessings, they can mess it all up. Just like there's people with, you know, people that were raised on survival, people that have more misfortunes than than others. If you don't allow those tough battles or tough circumstances to build you, but instead you, let, you allow them to destroy you and, you know, to put you on a path of destruction, you can, you can just, you can have a disadvantage in that way. Both parties have choices. I always said this. I may not have been dealt the best cards of my life but I definitely learned how to reshuffle them and play them the best way that I knew how at the moment and I'm a person that I've had to learn everything on my own with little guidance and that did put me at a disadvantage in a sense where I had to learn things the harder way or the longer way and you know even though I hadn't had the easiest life I had choices just like everyone else and it may have taken me longer but a big part, you know, as these recent years that I've been growing up, I've learned a lot about, you know, accountability and self-analyzation. And I've become really big on accountability in the last two years to the point where it, it has helped me really, really grow. Now, I want to say this. Many people who are raised with love don't understand people like me because, you know... Like I said, they hadn't gone through it. But people that know love, real love, one thing that I learned was this. Everything that I lacked, love, compassion, grace, understanding, as I was going through my trials and tribulations, as I was messing up, you know, I wasn't the easiest person ever. Um, 
I learned to give that to others and I learned how to be understanding with others. And so I always said that God, you know, with my life and the way that my life was, God gave me the gift of having grace, but he didn't just give it to me. Our gifts are not just always given. Our gifts are sometimes, you know, given through hard times or maybe they are given, but they're used for they're always used for a purpose. And so I always said this growing up and even now when I make mistakes, I have had people in my life that instead of being patient or showing me how to do certain things properly have tossed me. Some people don't have the ability to teach or some people don't have the patience or some people don't have the understanding or the grace of giving people room to grow. And when I say that, I say this, I will forever have grace and understanding and compassion for people who are willing. These are for people who are willing to understand their mistakes and grow from it and move forward in in a sense where they start to operate in a better way than what they're used to. And that's where I am in my life right now. I feel that I've already mastered being a warrior and fighting battles. And I've already acquired the strength and, and the wisdom that I need to keep going forward in life. But now I'm learning how to properly love. And because I didn't have that growing up, it's been a little bit of a tug of war battle. But I feel like, you know, in my life right now, I'm surrounded by people and I have certain people in my life that are teaching me with, you know, just their influence alone or even pointing things out like, hey, you should start doing things like this or maybe like this or maybe you should change the way or you're, you know, because I have my moments where I trip out and I'm like, hold on, like, you know, because I'm so used to always going through something or I'm so used to always having to fight. But the main thing that I learned was how to pick and choose battles. I'm in a space where I have acquired peace. I have acquired more calmness within myself. And I remember in 2019, in my book of manifestation, I wrote down the kind of woman that I wanted to be. And a lot of that, a lot of it um, had to do with being more nurturing, more loving, more kind. I wanted to be softer and just more graceful because even though I do have grace for people, I come off very aggressive. I, I, am a, I have a very fire personality, which I'm not going to lie to y'all. I love that about myself. But someone actually brought it up to me um, on my Instagram DMs when I promoted this topic last night um, on my story. And they said, it's, it's, you have to have a balance of both. And I 100 and, like 110% agree. I think that having a balance of both is amazing. So now that I've already mastered, you know, even though it's something that I, you know, didn't choose, I wouldn't trade the, the things that I've gone through for anything in the world because I know so much and understand so much more than a lot of people who have been sheltered because sometimes love can be sheltering. It really can. Um, it's not a bad thing, but it's not a great thing. And I think that having the balance of having both is super important. So like, just keep moving forward in your life. And like I said, me gaining accountability and knowing like, yo, when to check myself when I'm doing something or I'm moving away that I shouldn't move has been a thousand percent has been a great advantage for me. Um, so when I say those people that were raised in that were raised with love, with being nurtured, 
and having patience with those that may not have or may not move the way that you move. They may not give you, they may not show you love the way that you show love. So you may not feel loved by them or you may be like, oh, well, there's something wrong with this person. This person doesn't know how to love. It's not true in certain aspects like for my and I'm and I'm giving it from my perspective and the way that I am the way that I show love is very differently I will not sit here and express my emotions to you I mean sometimes like I can like you know like through text or I'll say some things you know but it takes a lot for me to do that it's actually very uncomfortable for me and like something else that's really like i'm not a hugger i'm not an affectionate person like i'm i wasn't used to that ever so now trying to be more you know just more graceful more you know just more hey like more loving and you know just expressing that with the way that i am instead of me just buying things or doing acts of service because that's how i show my love um you know i think that me acknowledging what people around me are saying to me and fixing those things is super incredible. And when you get to a place like that, and when you have people like that in your life that you know, you know, are not used to or don't know how to love properly, and you know, but they're willing to put in that work and they're realizing, you know, where they're wrong at or you know, where they can, I don't even want to say where they're wrong at, but where they, can, where they can better improve themselves in that aspect. Those are the people that, that's where real love comes in. Because real love is having compassion, having grace. And grace is having understanding of people and giving them that space to grow. And so who, you know, you know they can be. And... That's what real love is. So I do believe that, yes, in certain aspects, there will be people that were raised from love that will have that patience, that will have that understanding, and that will love you through your tough moments, through your tough exterior. I say tough exterior because I have a very tough exterior, but could see right through it enough to say, I'm here for you. I love you. I'm not going to hurt you. You're in a safe space. You're in a safe space to be yourself, to open up and to have that, you know. But you're going to have those people that were raised on love that are not going to understand those who were raised on survival. They're going to automatically feel like there's something completely wrong with this person. And, you know, that's why that's one thing that I'm forever grateful that God gifted me. Through my trials and tribulations, I've learned that's one of my main things is having grace for people because I know what it was like not having it for myself. So I started giving it to myself and I started being like I started being less hard on myself and just more so I'm not going to dwell on how I messed up, but more so I'm going to find solutions. I'm a solution person. I'm like, OK, if I could fix it, I could fix it. If I can't, OK, move forward. Life goes on. Let's not dwell on it. So, you know. A very important, I want to share something like super, um, like real personal. So um, at 15 years old, I had an amazing mentor in my life. I was in high school at the time. Um, and her and my foster mother, you know, agreed that I needed some for, like there was, not that there was something wrong with me, but that I wasn't truly expressing myself emotionally. Like I was kind of like, you know. I just wasn't really expressing myself. So they didn't know like 
how I felt. I had already gone through so much in my life that they were just like, okay, like we need to, we need her to open up. I wasn't opening up. And I told my mentor straight up, I'm not doing therapy. I'm not going to sit there and be analyzed by somebody like, no. So, you know, I was 15. And so she introduced me to a very special person that I'm so happy that I got to meet to this day. I had the pleasure of meeting Linda Richmond. If you don't know who she is, please Google her and, you know, look her up. Linda, till this day, I live by your words. I really do. Every month, I think it was every Monday or every Wednesday. I don't know. One of those days, every day after, not every day, but one of those days after school, every week, I would visit her condo and I would sit on her couch and I would just talk to her. And, you know, when I first met her, she was like, well, you're here because you don't want to do therapy. And she goes, and I am not a therapist. She goes, whatsoever. But I am a real person. And I feel like that's what you need. And I was like, okay. So, you know, after a few visits with her, it took me a while. But I was always, I'm very, I'm a, I've always been a transparent person. So it was nothing for me to tell her my life story. And I'm telling her my life story, like, you know, my childhood trauma or my childhood and how it was. Like, it's nothing. And she looks at me and she's like, and you're okay? I was like, yeah. I feel like, you know, it made me stronger and I'm okay. And she's like, you're not okay. And I swear to God, uh, I hate being told that. So I'm looking at her like, what do you mean? And, you know, again, defense mode. I'm like, yes, I'm totally okay. And she said something to me that has lived with me since for a couple years now. I'm 25. So it's been with it's been living within my head for like a couple years. And I'm 15 at the time and she looks at me and she says, "Come talk to me when you get into your 20s and tell me how you feel then." And I'm like, "Why?" Little little did I know what she was trying to say, but now that I'm older and a little bit wiser and I've been there done that and you know, I'm in a different space in my life, I realized that your trauma doesn't end when the trauma ends. It kind of follows you. And even when you think you're okay, you're going to get to phases and seasons in your life where it's going to come back up. And you're not, you're, if you haven't properly dealt with it, you're not going to know how to handle things and you're going to self-sabotage. That goes for a lot of people, whether you were raised on love or survival. Even people raised on love have been through trauma, but that's, period that's just how it's going to be so when I got to my 20s yo like I went from having a great you know high school like I want to say the only great time that I had stress-free I had everything I ever wanted was during my high school years and when I got to college and I started getting into my 20s I started self-sabotaging a lot of things and it more so came from me constantly in my head that I'm a fighter, I'm a warrior, this is what I've had to do. So I would literally either create battles or fight battles that I could have left alone or handle situations way better. And I had to really learn the hard way how to maneuver through life because I'm always constantly on def defense mode. I'm always constantly like, yo, okay, so what's next? And I never had the time to process everything that I had gone through. I kind of was just like, okay, everything happened back to back for so many years till, 
you know, so to the point where like I wasn't really processing it. I was just kind of, okay, move on. Next situation. Okay, next battle. Next trial. Next thing, next thing, next thing, next thing. Not realizing how detrimental it was getting to my character. And for the things that I've been through, I'm in a re- I have a really good head on my shoulders, but I also have had a lot of times where I'm like, yo, like I need to work on that. I need to fix that because it's not easy whatsoever. Being in survival mode 24-7 for 20 plus years is not something that you can get out of overnight. And so in this season in my life where I you know, I want to say July. July was a very special month for me. July was a month where I made a huge spiritual change in my life and I started walking the spiritual path that was meant for me. I'm a big believer that everyone has different walks. Whatever your religion is, whatever, you know, there's a God, there's one God for sure. Just know that. But whatever your spiritual walk is and whatever you're doing for yourself, make sure that you're doing it for yourself. And that it's meant for you because what's meant for somebody else is not what their walk is or what their walk requires is not what your walk is going to require. Everyone has a unique walk. Since July that I made my big spiritual change and I started walking the walk that I'm supposed to, I've acquired so much wisdom, so much discernment and so much peace. And I feel like I'm not exactly where I want to be at yet because I see myself so much higher But I'm so happy to be in this space because I get to really sit down and have time with myself and learn more. Now I'm in a space where I'm able to grasp even more. I'm in a peaceful place, so I'm no longer giving my energy to things that disturb my peace. Um, I may have my moments, but I'm no longer giving my energy or feeding into the negative, but I'm more so focused on bigger things and bigger pictures and now that I've had time I think you know the other day I'm at my friend's house and um you know I don't I'm not always quick to share my entire story but I told her my childhood story and I told her up until now the things that I've the type of life that I've had and as I'm talking to her I feel something something that I had never felt before I've told my story many times. You know, I was an advocate for our kids. I was a public speaker. I had told my story many times and I had never felt any emotion towards it. But this day, this day that I shared my story, I started feeling something and I told her, I said, wow, I've, I, I have yet to process everything that I've gone through and I think that this is the time to start processing and healing so that I am able to learn how to be more loving, more nurturing, even more wiser and fixing more things about myself because we are human beings and self-work is never ending and I love it because as you elevate in your life, as you fix, not even fix things, but as you grow different habits or outgrow different habits, you elevate and you go higher and higher. If you don't do any self-work, you're going to be stuck in the same place because the things that were working for you for five years in a row may not, you cannot take that to your next season. 
nobody knows how long certain seasons are. Your season, this season for you may be a year, two years, three years, four years. I went through a season where I was in the same cycle for three, four years until I decided to get out of it because I realized if I don't change my ways, if I don't change what I'm doing and how I'm handling situations, I will forever be in this cycle. And that's a lot of what I shared in Be Live More Life, how I took myself out of that place. And now that I'm in such, now that I'm in a place that I had prayed for for so long, because you can pray for it. But if you don't make the necessary changes to get to it, you're not going to. But trust and believe that everything that I prayed for, God gave me trials, tests. Some I failed, some I didn't. And the ones that I did fail, I learned from and I kept going. So I really want to close this segment saying this. Being a warrior being someone who wasn't that didn't learn how to properly love you definitely can if you allow yourself and if you open yourself to receive it you have to you have to be able to give it to yourself in order to receive it and when you start learning how to receive it when you because there are people that believe that they don't even deserve it but you do everyone deserves love everyone deserves grace everyone deserve deserves the good things in life as long as you hold yourself accountable as long as you continue to make right choices and as long as you continue moving forward despite mistakes because we're always going to make mistakes and we're human we're not always going to make the best decisions you know what i mean but as long as you learn and you're willing to move forward and apply these lessons and you know appreciate one thing that i've been learning is appreciating the people that have given me love even when i'm being a little mean sometimes or when i'm being a little defensive or when I, sometimes i just have a big wall up some days i just have that wall up i'm still i'm still in the process of receiving it myself of learning about it of giving it out the way that people want it i'm talking about love I feel that as long as you do the necessary work and you give yourself you give yourself your own self the grace and the room to grow and understand other people rather than being defensive as a survivor as a survival mode person as a warrior you're going to be able to have the balance of being both and you never know those raised by those raised in love are going to learn a lot from us who are raised in survival because we know we know how to do certain things we know how to maneuver certain things that you may not so i feel like the yin and yang it's sometimes it's, it, it is good to have someone from love and someone from survival as long as those two people are willing to learn from each other and have patience with each other whether it's a friendship a relationship romantically a family member whatever you are to each other if you have that patience and you see that you both are willing to grow together and get to a space where you're balanced and evenly yoked because everyone in your life should be evenly yoked with you. And even for those that are not evenly yoked with you, sometimes you could still give that love and compassion from afar. But people that know real love know that it doesn't change. It has no type of hate. It has no type of irritability like you know you may have your days where you lose your patience but love is all about patience love is all about understanding love is a choice 
I'm choosing to do this. I'm choosing to love you no matter your background, no matter where you came from, no matter how you're moving, whether I love you from up close or from afar. Love is love, period. So that's how I wanted to end this segment. Anyways, guys, I can't believe that I almost made it to 30 minutes. I hope that, you know, you've gained something from this. I love to hear your feedbacks. Let me know. But next week, y'all, I have a real um, special guest. And he's, my, he's a Miami-based rapper. He will be coming on and we will be talking about, you know, little topics here and there. But stay tuned for next week's special guest. I will be promoting him really soon. Um, and just keep up with me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and my Instagram. I am no stylist. So you guys have a good night. Thank you so much for tuning in.